Welcome to Everyday Yoga. This is the uh, podcast about using yoga philosophy in everyday life. And I hope you're well. My name is Brendan Murphy. I am the founder and director of Shanti Warrior Yoga. Um, This podcast, I'm going to make this one a relaxation slash guided meditation podcast at the request of of, of someone who listens to the podcast who, who asked me to do this. I did a, a seated relaxation uh, podcast previously, um, but this person asked me to do a, a full relaxation guided meditation for lying down. And so um, I've decided to do that. And, and, you know, if there's something that you would like to hear on the podcast, uh, let me know. And that's I'll do my best um, to to include that or, or do a podcast about whatever it is that you're you're interested in learning about or you know hearing me talk about. Okay, so this is going to be a, a guided relaxation meditation podcast. Um, so obviously, if you're driving, this is not going to be maybe so good for you. Um, you know, you could listen to it and and use the the uh, relaxation techniques um, through your body and taking your attention through your body, using the awareness in that way to stop you from uh, feeling stress in the body. But of course, you're not going to be able to close your eyes and fully release the body. Um, so as I say, this is going to be one of those ones where if you really want to get the full benefits of it, listen to it when you have a chance to lie down somewhere. Okay, so... I don't want to interrupt the relaxation that I'm going to be talking you through uh, throughout the podcast. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll get the um, the, the bits about uh, how you can support the podcast out of the way, first of all. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, if you're finding them meaningful and helpful to you in any way, uh, please help me build the podcast uh, by um, either sharing the podcast online uh, you you can find, you know, links to 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 this on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and and share those. Uh, leave a review, or if you want to help support the podcast financially, uh, you can do that as well. You can become a patron of the podcast, and that makes a big difference to me. You know, if if you're if you're um, helping to to fund this podcast, uh, it could it'd be a real help to me to be honest. So. Uh, if you want to do that, you can do it by going to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash everyday yoga. And uh, you can donate the price of a of a cup of coffee a month to help me uh, kind of allow me to, to keep producing these podcasts on a regular basis for you instead of having to go and do other paid work. Okay, so that's those bits out of the way. Um, thank you so much for people who have already uh, given to the Patreon. I can't really appreciate it, and and uh, you know, as I say, it, you know, it could make a big difference to my life if you went and and uh, helped to support me in that way. Okay, so on to the relaxation. What you're gonna do is, well, I want you to try and find somewhere where you can lie down. Okay, and give yourself a bit of space to lie flat. Okay, so. You might need to pause the podcast at this point and go and figure out where you're going to do that. If you have a yoga mat, you know, lie your yoga mat down wherever you have space to do that. 
somewhere nice and and clean and, and clear of of clutter. Um, doesn't matter if it's not exactly clean. You know, you don't have to be hovering up before you do this, but somewhere that's clear, right? They give you a bit of space. If you can do that, roll your mat out and lie down onto that. Okay, if you don't have a yoga mat or space to lie down on the floor, you can use your bed. But if you're going to be on the bed, um, I'd recommend taking the duvet off the bed so that you don't, you're not lying on top, on top of something lumpy. Okay, so the duvet can be lumpy and, and, and uneven. And we want a, a kind of um, a bit more of a solid surface for this. You want to have something that's um, consistent in terms of how your body distributes your weight, okay? So if you're going to do this on the floor or on your mat, if you don't have a mat, you can just lie on the floor, of course. Um, you can lie down onto the bed, but if you're going to do that, I'd recommend taking the duvet off the bed or lying <clears throat> underneath the duvet if you want to. You can do that, of course. Um, no pillows under your head unless... You really need it, unless it's really uncomfortable to not have the, the pillow underneath your head, okay? So give yourself a bit of time to go and do that. You might, might need to hit pause now on this and, and go and find your space where you're going to do it, okay? But whenever you're ready, you're going to lie down. Now, if you have any lower back issues, gently bend your knees and bring your feet a bit wider than your hips, letting the knees touch together or get as close as they can to doing that and point your toes in towards each other so your heels are, are pointed away from each other. It's going to help to release the outsides of the hips and the lower back a little bit more. Okay, now if you don't have any lower back issues or you want to try the full shavasana, the full corpse pose, you can do that by lying flat down with the legs extended. And if you're doing that, let the feet be, again, just a little bit wider than your hips and let the toes fall out to the side here so that your thighs, your hips are rolling open. And we're just gonna take a few breaths here to begin with. Now, you might be able to hear the rain on the window outside here. I'm hoping that that's, if you can hear that, is um, a nice sound for you, like something like, almost like a white noise kind of background. I used to love whenever I was lying down as a, as a kid, and I still do now, when it, the rain's going against the window, to lie down and listen to that and relax and enjoy and be grateful for the fact that I don't, don't have to be out in it. Okay, so that's part of practicing gratitude. Understanding that, you know, don't be sad about the rain so much as grateful for the fact that you're not stuck out in it. So let's begin with your hands on your belly. So I want you to put your hands on your belly and as you inhale, round the stomach out and soften the belly like a balloon. And then as you exhale, pull the belly button back in towards the spine, using your abdominal muscles to pull the belly button in. Now, when you get the belly pulled in as much as that's going to go, 
I want you to try to touch your middle fingertips just below your belly button. Middle fingertips just touch below the belly button. So when you inhale, you inflate the stomach. The fingers will separate. And then as you exhale, those middle fingertips will just lightly come back to, to touching again. So carry on doing that. Inhaling, rounding the stomach, separating the fingers. And then as you exhale, you're drawing the belly button back in towards the spine, letting the middle fingertips come back to touching again. So we're trying to focus on the abdominal breath. Okay, rounding the stomach out and softening the belly. And remember that, of course, you're not breathing into your belly, right? You're, you're breathing into your lungs. But let me explain how the abdominal breathing works. When you inhale, you round the stomach out, and that gives the digestive organs somewhere to go. So the diaphragm can move down and away from the lungs, and the lungs can expand down as well as up and forwards and backwards and to the sides. And then as you exhale, you're drawing the belly button back in, pushing the digestive organs back in. That's going to make the diaphragm move up to the lungs and you'll get, you'll squeeze the lungs from the bottom to the top to get rid of stale air and carbon dioxide and stress and tension you don't need so that when you inhale, it's that good stuff that you're welcoming back in again. And it's oxygen and it's prana. What is it? Energy as it's known in yoga as prana, vitality. So this is what it means then to revitalize, to connect to the vital energy that's all around you now. Remember that you can breathe more than I'm saying if you need to. There's no magic number of breaths that you're supposed to be doing here, okay? No magic number of breaths that you can do that's going to solve all your problems all of a sudden. It's not about that. It's about trying not to rush past the breath trying to savor it a bit more right we can be in that mindset can't we where we're going yeah yeah but what's the next thing what's the next thing you're trying to get out of that mindset and thinking well what's this thing how do i feel in this breath and in this moment carry on with that deep abdominal breathing remembering that you can Adjust your hands here if you like. You can place the hands a little bit higher up on the belly or onto the hip bones. or You could even let those arms come down to the sides of the body. So the arms are either on the floor or on the bed, wherever you're lying. So that your, your shoulders roll open, your chest rolls open. And the palms are turned up towards the sky. Don't force it too much. If it feels uncomfortable, readjust. This is not a practice in punishment for the body, right? And it's not a torturous pose that we're trying to practice. It's a, well, you're not trying to beat yourself up with this. You're trying to learn to treat yourself better, right? So try that mindset. Try the, try treating yourself better from the inside out, right? And if you, Approach this from, from that um, intention. Then you're going to get much more from this. Stop judging yourself so much and thinking that I'm not doing it right. and You know, I'm not good enough to do this. Well, there's the issue, right? You got to think about 
that self-chat and trying not to be so harsh on yourself. I think about this, if you were talking to somebody that you love and they were trying to do what you're trying to do now and they face the same challenges that you're facing, would you say the things that you're saying to yourself inside your head now? Probably not. You say so much, so many things to yourself that you wouldn't dare say to anybody else or wouldn't dream of because it's way too harsh. So stop doing that to yourself. We're trying to release gripping here. You're trying to release unnecessary gripping. That, uh, well, that's what we're trying to do. We're scanning through the body to find where it is that you're gripping and then asking those muscles to gently melt. So we're going to do that gradually as you breathe in through the crown of the head. It's a sense of strength and focus, determination. Understand that it that it takes strength and determination to, to cordon off some time for yourself. To say that, to say no to the 101 other things that you, that are being demanded of you right now. Okay, but you're not going to do those things. You're prioritizing time for you. And that is your duty to the people that you care about as much as to yourself, because, well, you know it's much easier to be nicer to other people when you're you're nicer to yourself, don't you? Soften the thoughts about yourself as well as softening the muscles. Releasing gripping, not just physically, but Mentally as well, stop gripping to unhealthy ideas about what you think you should or shouldn't be. What you should or shouldn't be able to do. Or handle, right? As long as you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting anybody else, doing what makes you feel good is good. Okay, so... I want you to try and release that judgment about yourself. Life's too short to be trying to live up to other people's expectations of what they think you should or shouldn't be. The forehead is smooth and your eyebrows gently drift apart like two clouds separating to let some more light through. The eyelids are softly closed over the eyes. There's no force. You're shielding the eyes from external distractions and taking your attention inwards. You deserve your attention as much as anybody else, don't you? Again, you can't really look after anybody else if you're not looking after yourself, at least not in any long-term sense.
the eyelids are softly closed. You're not forcing them. No more force than is necessary. In terms of how you're treating yourself and others around you. The jaw is soft and relaxed. The teeth are slightly separated behind the lips. Lips are softly closed and the tongue rests gently towards the back of the mouth. Your chin tilts slightly towards the chest. Not so you're making yourself uncomfortable, just so you can feel a lengthening through the neck. The neck is part of the spine. So by lengthening your neck, your crown of your head away from your shoulders, you're lengthening the spine, releasing pressure on those intervertebral discs of the spine. Releasing pressure on the nervous system then, right? Because the nerves travel through the spinal cord and then out through the, the spaces between the little spongy bits, the shock absorbers of the spine, those intervertebral discs, and the bony bits, right? And so when there's so much pressure on your spine, you're pinching on the nerves, right? And you're so... You know when you feel like you're living on your nerves? That's kind of what you're doing. Well, you got to switch things off. Don't Whatever it is, you, if you leave something, anything switched on all the time, it's going to burn out, right? So give yourself a break here to recharge, to replenish, to plumpen those little intervertebral discs in between the spine just by lying horizontal as opposed to being up vertical all day. Gravity acts down against that spine when you're always upright. There's a school of thought that says you should allow yourself to lie horizontal for a few minutes at least every three or four hours to replenish the, the plumpness of those intervertebral discs, right? So letting yourself lie down is already taking pressure off of the central nervous system, giving you a break in more ways than one. Let your shoulders draw down and away from the ears, the ears lengthen away from your shoulders. Now, if you're struggling to tuck your chin towards your chest, you can place a little pillow underneath your head, okay? But not a, a big, massive pillow, just a, a kind of relatively slim pillow if you can, so that, or a cushion if you need to. Right now, at this point, if you need to hit pause and do that, go ahead and do that. But you want to be lengthening the neck not letting the chin fall really far away from the chest. Next exhale, you allow the upper back to spill and spread either across the floor or on the bed, wherever you are. 
You take your attention to the muscles in between the ribs. Soften those muscles. So the breath is more breathing the body than anything else, right? You're kind of mentally taking a step back from this and allowing the breath to, to come in and just watching it with your mind's eye, just seeing it, not forcing it. And on your next exhale, just try watching the breath go out. The act of breathing is a, a physiological act. It's a strengthening and stretching exercise. Right, strengthening and stretching the muscles in between the ribs and strengthening and stretching the diaphragm and the, the lungs and even the heart, right? If you can breathe more deeply. When you exhale and you draw the belly button back and you're constricting the space inside, the heart gets squeezed and massaged like all the rest of the internal organs so that when you inhale, it bounces back a bit more, right? And so... You're building the resilience of the heart, and the heart is a muscle. So the more you work it, in the same way that the more you you do bicep curls, you'll get bigger biceps, right? The more you squeeze and release the heart through breathing, using the diaphragm to constrict the space where the heart is, right? the bigger the heart can become. The bigger the heart is, the more the stroke volume increases, in the heart, so that means that the, with every pump and release, the heart can push more blood through the body and accept more blood into it to help with the, the gaseous exchange of releasing carbon dioxide from the blood in the body and accepting more fresh, freshly oxygenated blood in. So that will slow your heart rate down when the heart is healthier, when you're breathing more fully. The resting heart rate slows down. So feel the heart now as you inhale. And appreciate that as you exhale. You're massaging your heart. You can let go of a sigh or a yawn or a groan anytime you want to. You're always allowed to do that. There's no need to be holding that in. Next exhale, you're going to take your attention to your lower back. Try softening your lower back a bit more. No force or judgment, right? We all have a, a natural curve in the lower back. Or that S shape in the spine. The spine's not completely straight. It has a bit of an S shape to help you with absorbing shock. So that's healthy. But we're not exaggerating the curve. That's what we're trying to check in on so think about this take a nice big deep breath into your belly 
And on the exhale, can you try lengthening your tailbone just a bit more towards your heels? Just a tiny bit more. Now, if that starts to feel uncomfortable, back off from it. And if you're... Whatever you're doing doesn't feel good, and you feel like you're working too hard, and you're probably working too hard. Soften. Give yourself a break. Remembering also that you can change what you're doing with your body at any point. You don't need me to be telling you about every single move. If you need, you know, you're taking your attention through your body, you can feel your body better than anybody else can. Okay, I'm just giving you some language, some anatomy and physiology behind this amazing bit of kit that you have, right? But and I'm giving you some tools to, to play around with that. But you have to read the instruction manual, your instruction manual, which you can, again, read better than anybody else. And then apply these tools that I'm giving you. It'll be maybe slightly different for each person. Because you face your own challenges, right? Your own issues, like all of us do. Take your attention to your glutes, right? Your, your buttocks, essentially, and soften those. There's no point in holding on the tension there now, and it's arguably the biggest muscle group in the body. So it takes a lot of energy to leave those muscles switched on for no reason. You've only got a limited amount of energy at any one time. There's millions of processes that need to be taken care of throughout the body. Stop wasting your energy by squeezing your bum and let the energy be redirected somewhere else. The healing you inside, right? You're switching from fight, flight, or freeze mode when you're on high alert to rest and digest mode to being able to use the, the stuff that you have inside already to metabolize the nutrients from what you've eaten and, and drunk. You're also changing yourself on a cellular level, believe it or not, right? You're, you're producing more of the T cells that help to repair and, well, break down and remove infected cells within the body. Just like doing a bit of housekeeping doing this here. There's so much more to you and so much more to the world around you than what you can just see. Start to appreciate that. Be amazed by it. Treat yourself as if you are amazing, because you are. Again, when you start to think of yourself in this way, you start to think of other people in this way too. Right, then you'll start to respect yourself a bit more maybe, which we could all do, right? And then Maybe you'll start respecting the other people around you a bit more too. You can change your life doing that, right? So again, if you need to change and adjust, make any little adjustments through the body as we're 
going through this, you can do it. It's not a practice in having to lie stock still for as long as you can necessarily. In fact, it's not about that again. It's about taking your attention through your body, finding where you're gripping, physically or mentally. Interrogating whether that gripping is necessary and if it's not then practicing letting that go and when you start to do that you start start to stop wasting your energy on things you don't need to be wasting energy on and you'll have more energy to deal with what you do want to be focusing on Take your attention to the hip flexors in the front of the body. Soften those. Those muscles on the front of the hips are the ones that contract automatically with adrenaline when you're in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. The ones that contract to close you up, to get you in a position to protect yourself or to hide or to to get ready to strike out. Okay, but we're doing the opposite of that here. You're allowing those hip flexors to relax and it's like hacking the brain by doing that. Again, telling it to switch. Right? Telling your body and your mind you're safe. Right? You're relatively warm. like hacking the brain to tell it the change and start producing those cells, those chemicals inside the body that allow you to heal, to regenerate, right? It sounds a bit like Doctor Who saying it that way, doesn't it? But that's what's happening. Look it up if you don't believe it afterwards. Take your attention to the muscles of the thighs and let the thigh muscles just roll off the bone. And then feel that energy, that prana, those nutrients, that blood flow down to the backs of the knees and into the calf muscles and into the ankles and tops of the feet and the toes. Right, those nutrients have always been flowing down there, that energy, the electrochemical signals that allow you to be aware of feeling within these parts of the body. Right? Not everybody has these parts of the body. Okay, so if you're one of those, then you take the feeling to where you can take the feeling to. And if you feel like you do have maybe limbs that are not there, well, that can result in, in pain imagined, right? So... If you're feeling that those things are there anyway, you might as well imagine that they're relaxed now, right? See if that helps to relieve it. Breathing in through the soles of the feet. It's a sense of strength and focus, determination, 
understanding that you're you're already good enough and strong enough to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. As long as you don't give up. You're learning to harness your physical and your mental energies. To conduct yourself, to conduct your energies towards something constructive for yourself. Something constructive as just allowing yourself to relax, right? To, to heal, to recover. Pause here and just take some breaths. And enjoy the sensation of having released tension through the body. I want you to take your attention back through the body again, from the crown of the head down towards the soles of the feet. And if you find you're still gripping anywhere, which most of us probably will do, I want you to pay attention to where it is that you're gripping. Then ask those muscles as you exhale to gently melt a little bit more and see how that feels. And if it feels better to do that, then maybe you should practice doing this, right? You don't need to be lying down to do it. You can do it when you're standing up or you're walking around or wherever. Start to notice when you're gripping in the body. Ask yourself and those muscles whether this is unnecessary gripping. And then if it's not, then... Well, you might as well try releasing that a little bit. And if it just makes you feel a little bit better, then a little bit better is better than nothing, right? At this point, if you want to just lie here and take some breaths, you can hit pause on the podcast. Just enjoy that breath now. So, if you're ready to begin waking up through the body again, we can do. Okay, now, again, if you want to just pause here and just carry on with this relaxation, do that. But when you're ready to take some movement back into the body and start to reawaken gradually, start to take a little bit of movement, first of all, into the toes, just gently wriggling those toes and 
then wriggling the fingers. It's Take your time with it. There's absolutely no rush here, right? And then when it feels good to you, we'll start to take a little bit of movement through the ankles, rotating the ankles. And you might start to click and crack, and that's okay, as long as it's not forced or painful. If you click and crack when you move, so be it. What's the alternative? Not moving. You're going to then rotate those wrists a little bit and see how that feels. And again, you might click and crack, and I do too. Again, as long as it's not forced or painful, you're good. And you're going to roll the head gently from side to side to, to loosen up the neck and the shoulders and the spine and remembering that the neck and the spine are one. Still being mindful with the movement, not mindlessly flailing about, not being mindless with the energy, directing it to where you're paying attention to. And then when it feels good to you, you're going to bring those palms and arms down by the sides of the body, pressing the palms down gently. Now, if you have your legs extended, you're going to slowly bend one leg at a time, bringing the heels in towards the sitting bones till both feet and knees together, the heels are in towards those sitting bones. The feet and the knees are together. You're going to then draw your knees into your chest and I want you to bring your hands on to your knees. If you can wrap your arms around your shins, do that. On the next exhale, you're going to slowly pull those knees towards the forehead. The forehead comes a little bit closer towards the knees, just rounding into the back of the torso and getting a bit of a stretch into the back of the neck. Stay there for another couple of breaths if you can. Come out of it if you need to. You can lie back down if you need to. But whenever you're ready, release the shoulders and the head down to the floor with a big sigh and onto the mattress if you're on a mattress, of course. And you're going to then just gently rock from side to side. Keep the arms wrapped around those shins if you can. And you're just rocking gently side to side to massage the back of the torso into the floor or into that mattress and you're going to then rock the knees gently into the chest and away from the chest before bringing those feet back down onto the, the floor or the mattress the heels are in towards your sitting bones feet and knees together bring your arms up to the side at shoulder height the palms are down okay if you have low blood pressure or you think you might do you're going to gently roll onto your left hand side Otherwise, you roll onto the right-hand side, making a cushion for your head with your hands and your arms in a comfortable fetal position. Just take these few breaths and enjoy. Again, if you want to hit pause at this point and take longer than a few breaths, do that. Slowly, just keeping the eyes closed if you feel comfortable doing that. Whenever you're ready, you're going to gently push the floor away from you and bring yourself up to sitting either in a cross-legged position or whatever feels better to you. It's a relatively comfortable seated position here. You can use a, a pillow underneath you or a cushion. If you don't need one, don't use one.
bringing the hands into a comfortable position here. And as you inhale, it's a nice big deep breath into your belly. And as you exhale, drawing the belly button back in towards the spine. I want you to bring your hands into what's called Jan Mudra now, so that your hands are in your lap. The right hand sits gently on top of the left and the tips of the thumbs are lightly touching. This is a symbol of enlightenment and balance, right? Typically in yoga, the right hand side represents strength. The left hand side represents gentleness. So in this position, the right hand, the strength is protecting the gentleness and the gentleness is supporting the strength so it doesn't become brittle. And that's a reminder to you, isn't it? To, and to me, that you need your strength to protect your gentleness. You need your gentleness to support your strength so it doesn't become too hard and brittle and breakable. We want to remain adaptable in our, our thinking as well as in our bodies, don't we? Watching the breath come in, round the stomach out. And then as you exhale, just draw the belly button back in. Feel yourself releasing what you don't need, understanding that you have the power to let go of what you don't need and what's no good to you, what's no use to you. And then just keeping the eyes closed if you can. Whenever you're ready, on your next inhale, I want you to sweep the arms out to the side. Reach and extend those arms up and above you as you gather in the chi, the ki and the prana, the strength and the focus that you've gained through this meditation, right? And and on the next exhale, you're going to bring those hands together. Bring the hands through the midline, pausing with the thumbs, first of all, on the forehead for kind thoughts. Resting the thumbs on the lips then for kind words. And finally, resting the thumbs in the heart center for kind actions. Kind thoughts, kind words, kind actions. Apply those things to yourself as well as to others. Just give yourself a little bow of acknowledgement. Thank you very much for joining me in this practice. Namaste.